This is the ultimate betting guide to the Pakistan Super League. It's cricket, only better. Welcome to Cricket Only Better, episode 179. I'm Ed Hawkins. This is a special show. It's the ultimate betting guide to the PSL, as those titles told you. And it's got to be one of our favourite shoe shows, shoes even, of the year. Even Sam Collins loves it, don't you, Sam Collins? If you say so, Edward Hawkins. Um, the PSL, I do admire the PSL for cocking a snook to the BCCI and the IPL since 2016. Uh, a good, solid tournament, this one. And I know one man who possibly loves it more than anybody. Paul Krishnamurti of for I would be looking at you if we were doing this via in person. How are you? Yes, I'm very well. And I, I indeed love the uh, PSL. Many happy memories of betting on that tournament. Lovely stuff. And as ever, you are joined um, virtually by Richard Mann of SportingLife.com. Hello, Richard. Do you, Hello, join, in the, do you join in this love? Uh, I do. I don't think I'm as strong as Paul. I don't think anyone is, but I'm looking forward to it. Lovely. Hawkins, what have we got on the show? Yes, we've got team analysis for each of the six teams in the PSL. Strengths, weaknesses, rankings and possible 11s for you. Lovely. We've got the PSL outright for you too. Paul Krishnamurti with some pitch reports. Edward Hawkins and Richard Mann on how the tournament works and how to bet on it respectively. Plus, the guys pick the title winner. Wow. What a lot to get through. Let's get on with it. The PSL starts on February the 13th and the Betfair Sportsbook outright odds currently look like this. Uh, the favourites are Lahore Quilanders, who are also the holders at 11 to 4. Um, last year's runners up, the Moulton Sultans, are uh, next up at 7 to 2. Peshwar Zalmi at 7 to 2. Islamabad United 4 to 1. Karachi Kings 4 to 1. And the Keti Gladiators are at 5s. I remember why I love this tournament because the names are lyrical. Um, what have you got, Edward Hawkins, on how this thing actually works? Yes, no side has won back to back titles. So Lahore Calendars as the Lahore calendars as the holders, uh, well, they're under pressure, I guess. Also, the winner has come from the pack each time. No runner-up has improved the following year. Moulton Sultans beaten by Lahore calendars last season. The playoffs are in Lahore, so that's a tick for Lahore. The top four go through, finish first and second. That's your advantage because you get two bites at the cherry. This is eliminator, qualifier, challenger, all that sort of business. So finish in the top two, please. Lovely. Um, Paul Krishnamurti, Toss Bias are in play, are they not? Um, Karachi in particular? Yes, they certainly are. Um, it does very much depend on the ground, so. So, um, first of all, there's four grounds, uh, but Moulton and Royal Pindi, we haven't got much evidence at all, and it's not particularly striking what there is. So, we're going to focus on Lahore and Karachi. All the early matches are at Kar Karachi and Moulton, but when Lahore comes in, there's actually quite a striking bias to the team batting first. Uh, 14 out of 19 matches last season. So uh, we'll remind about that later on. But coming to Karachi, um, I've got uh, form going back to 2000 here, 48 matches. 32 out of 48 go to chasing side, so a 2-1 to one advantage. That's massive. Um, 
We've seen 1,590 or more first innings and 8,200 or more first innings, which is a very high return. Um, so if you like a batting side, both of those lines would appeal pre-match. Um, but here's the really interesting thing is the um, how many successful high chases there's been, how many really high scoring matches there are. So when 180 plus was needed, that was 19 occasions, 11 times it was chased down, 11 out of 36 or 187 plus chased down in total. So I'm thinking that the, um, first of all, wait until halfway. If you're chasing a big total, back the chaser, you'll probably get odds against, maybe big odds against. And perhaps look at the both to score 180, 190 markets at the start of the game. Okay, thank you very much. Um, Richard Mann, what does the winning team look like here? We have the age-old uh, conundrum of bat power versus bowling skill. I want finishers, and, and I'm not talking about WWE, which I know you're a big fan of, Sam. Uh, <laughs> no, I think you need good middle order, big boy power, and even the final last year, Lahore against Moulton, you look at Harry Brook, number six, made 41, Visa, number seven, 28 from eight balls, Tim David, for Moulton, quickfire 27, Crystal Sarr, 30-odd. I think finishing power, like Paul's just demonstrated there excellently, in these big run chases, make it pulling off improbable um, run chases is, is what's going to separate the good the good teams from the bad ones. Thank you, Richard Mann. I had heard you were a fan of big boys. Um, the title winner will be revealed at the end of the show. But now let's look at these teams in two chunks of three, starting with the biggest priced outfits. Kettle Gladiators are 5-1 to one with Betfair Sportsbook. They missed out on the playoffs on run rate last year. What can you tell us about them, Edward? Well, not very good. Uh, batting power ranking 5th, bowling ranking 6th. These rankings throughout the show, by the way, are based on economy rates last year. There's been quite a lot of squad churn uh, in the PSL this time around, so those are guides only. We're looking to see whether those teams have improved in those areas. So have Quetta got a better batting team and have they got a better bowling team? Uh, I, I would su suggest they're about meh. Possible 11, Smead. Roy, he's only in the ODI squad, so he's not going to be missing for a huge chunk for England. Asan, Safaraz, the wicketkeeper. Iftikhar, Nawaz. Hasaranga for the first six games only. Nassim Shah, Case Ahmed, Naveen Ulhaq, who could go off to Afghanistan duty for about a week or so. Uh, and then Mohammed Hasnain completing it. Odin Smith is also in this squad. Will Jacks is also in it, but I think he's included in an England squad somewhere. Uh, so plenty of squad churn for Quetta. Squad churn, there's a first. Uh, let's go to Richard Mann first. Uh, where are the batters? I don't know. Uh, I just have some. I'd have some concerns about Jason Roy still. I know he made a hundred for England in that ODI series, but either side of that, we've we've seen nothing from him. That would worry me, as would the rest of the batting. Actually, pretty good attack though. Um, but we can say that about many teams in here. I think the batting's too light for them to be contenders. What say you, Paul Krishnamurti? Yeah, I mean they've been very poor the last three years, and I don't really see much improvement. Completely agree with Rich about Jason Roy. I mean he was their key batsman last year, so that's a worry. And it, yes, the bowling is stronger, definitely. Naveen Al Hack's good. Hasaranga, um, at least for six games, is good. But as Ed was saying, there's a lot of squad churn, and you wonder how often they're actually going to have 
a particularly strong bowling lineup either. So I think they're probably set for bottom or second bottom again. Okay, thank you very much, Paul Krishnamurti. The Kings of Karachi are next, and they're anything but that bottom last season. Betfair Sportsbook go four to one. Hawkins, how do they line up? Well, they line up. I think they line up quite nicely. Actually, batting power last time was six, and bowling power was three. So they only need to improve their batting power. So what have they done? They've got rid of Babar Azam and replaced him with James Vince. Is that an upgrade? I, it may well be an upgrade. Let's uh, find out what the guys think in a bit. But they're 11. Uh, Vince, Shahjil Khan, Wade, of course, has won um, IPL titles. Haider, Shoaib Malik, Ben Cutting, oh, it's all gone wrong there. Imad Wazim, Mohamed Amir, Mir Hamza, Shamsi or Tahir. Tahir probably plays when Shamsi's on South Africa duty. And then the giant pacer, Irfan. Uh, over back to you, Sam. Okay, um, Paul Krishnamurti, no side has ever finished bottom and won it. Is this the year? No, I don't think it was. Again, they were abysmal last year. Um, they haven't just lost Barbara, so they've also lost Joe Clark. So I'm not convinced Vincent Wade is a particular improvement on that, maybe slightly. But nobody else other than Barbara made 250 runs last season. Oh, and Clark, sorry. Um I no, no, I'm not convinced of them at all. And more the point, when you look at the betting for this, it's very close. They're four to one. I can't really see after last season how they've got an equal chance to the other sides around those odds. Okay. What say you, Richard, man? Yeah, I think top three shapes up nicely. Vince obviously a good pickup, but they needed one to replace Baba, of course. I just I worry about the middle order. Showy Malik was brilliant last year, but this side to me is is it's experienced, but it's bordering on ageing as well. And you look at that attack, and I think at some point, you think it will get exposed a little bit. Just one little tidbit I'd like to put up, though. Imad Wazim, I think, is a terrific cricketer. Um, he top-scored once last year when he went up the order, made 55. Hits it a long way and, and gives it a real smack. And he, he might float up and down the order. And the, the thing is, yeah, I mean, you want to be betting at 20 plus to one. Um, but he'd only have to win once in the season, as he did last year, to make it pay. But he might he might get up the order at some point. I think it's a weak middle order um, with Ben Cutting looking over the hill. I'm not sure about Hader Ali either. So, yeah, Imad Wazim, keep him on side at big prices, just a few quid a match. Okay, thank you very much. Uh, Islamabad United are up next, and they are also at um, four to one. Richard Mann, I gather. Oh, sorry. First up, Hawkins. What, what do you have to say? I've got to say that they've got a nice possible eleven for you. Hales, who's shown loyalty, he's not going to play for England. He'd rather play for United. Hales, Munro, Maxud. Maxud's into the team. A new signing, Moeen Ali, potentially in there. Azam Khan, Shadab Khan. Fahim, Hassan, Mohamed Wasim, Goha, Gloucestershire player, which means he's good and let's hope he doesn't go far. And Faruqi, uh, one of Paul's favourite players. Very pricey with the ball last season. Have they solved it? Moeen, last five games, unavailable. Uh, Gerbaz Faruqi could be on Afghanistan duty, but back for the second week. They look pretty decent, this lot. Um, they've also got Asif Ali, but I've not managed to get him into the 11. His star's on the wane a bit after a poor big bash. OK. Um, I gather that you are a, a big fan of these uh, characters, Richard Mann. Yeah, I like them. I just think they tick a lot of boxes. Great pace bowling, Mohamed Wazim, brilliant T20 World Cup, Hassan Ali, Faruqi, leg spinning, Shadab Kam. And actually, last year, he had a brilliant striker in this. 
phenomenally, gives you leg spin. And then as we hit Alex Hills, top of the order, being in great form in the ILT20. Munro, again, great big bash. And I think that middle order is the key for me. Azam Khan, Shadab, Fahim, all give it a big smack. I think they'll finish game strongly with the bat. They just tick so many boxes for me. I, I think they're very strong. Uh, Richard, uh, sorry, Paul Krishnamurti, do you agree? Yeah, I do, absolutely. Um, this is what I meant about teams being the same price as Karachi Kings. Can't, I think, is a bad look far, far superior and very much endorse what Rich is saying. Um, Louis, Hales and Munro are outstanding in this format in PSL. Shadab Khan was fantastic in last year's um, renewal. And interesting thing that strikes me about Shadab Khan is why don't Pakistan push him up the order? He can be brilliant at four or five and can make all the difference. And we've seen that with him, that they, um, they aren't aggressive enough. But yeah, absolutely agree with Rich. Brilliant middle order as well. No reason to see why they wouldn't go well. I mean, the two signings as well, Moeen Ali and Fazal Haq Faruqi, top-notch signings. The other thing okay. I think to say about Islamabad, just jumping in, I think, I'm pretty sure we were very keen on them last season. It tends to be a bit of a trend if... You know, franchise teams aren't changing that much over the course of two seasons. So if you've done all your work and you reckon you've found a decent side and they don't quite pull it off one year, don't abandon them completely because they're keeping that core group of players who you were so impressed with last time. I found that a lot. Kind of stick to your guns over a couple of franchise leagues with, with the team that you've picked. Don't abandon them after just once, one poor season or one season when they don't uh, win you some money. Stick with them for a bit. Yeah, and they, of course, they won the group two years ago. So they've got pedigree. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Okay. Um, thank you very much, fellas. That was the last team of this chunk. The title pick is still to come. Don't forget that every single PSL game is covered live on betting.betfair. We continue. Right, uh, Peshwar Zalmi are seven to two with Betfair Sportsbook. They were third last year. Uh, possible eleven and ratings, please. Hawkins fourth and fifth with batting and bowling power, respectively. This is where Babar has gone. He might open the batting with Kola Cadmore, Raja Paxer at three, Mohammed Harris. And number four, got him in highlighted there for you because he's a real hitter, one of the most powerful hitters in this tournament. Rutherford or Nisham. In the slot there, Hasib, the wicketkeeper, 19. So he's got a lot to prove. Uh, Wahab is getting into this side. Shazad, Mujibur Khraman, Usman Qadir and Urshad. Uh, if any, how's Wahab still getting a game? Surely he's, he's just been made um, sports minister. Surely that's a conflict of interest, but um, that's probably a different podcast. Okay. Um Richard Mann, sorry, is Barber a T T20 batter? That's what I was going to ask you. Or should I say, does Barber in a T20 lineup put you off, considering he was with Karachi last season? Well, he pretty poor last year, but don't forget the year before that he was a leading run scorer in this competition. I think every team, every franchise would like a Barber Azam class act at the top of the order. But the thing is, you have to accept that his strike rate and the numbers guys will be jumping on this. He's going to be a bit lower than, say, an Alex Hills. But what he will do is generally give you consistency and class at the top and he'll try and bat through the innings. And I actually think what, what Zalmi have done here is they've got a side that can bat around him. He can be the foil. And then Roger Pax, so we know how aggressive he is. Jimmy Nisha maybe as well, Harris. So I think this, they're set up pretty well for Baba here. And if he gets going and bats long, the rest of them bat around him. I think they'll do okay. Well, Krishnamurti, if I didn't know you better, I'd say you were a Zalmi man here. 
I'm not negative on them at all. I mean, they have never failed to qualify as, as Elmi, and I think they are improved for this year, with definitely with Bubba Um Only one batter made 200 last year for them, so that, you know, there's some scope for improvement there. Um, I noted Muhammad Harris, too, as a key player, could have a big tournament. And they've, you know, as Rich was saying, they've got that middle order power that you need. You know, Roger Paxton, Nisham, Rothman Powell's in there. Uh, I'm not so excited about the bowling, but I, I think they'll qualify again. And yeah, they could win. Okay. Okay. Thank you very much. Um, thank you very much, uh, Paul Krishnamurti. Next up, Moulton Sultans, who are 7 2 with Betfair Sportsbook. They were last year's runners up. They were the ladder winners. How come they did not win it, Edward Hawkins? Don't know. They were the strongest team with the bat, they were the strongest team with the ball. I'll give you a possible 11. Rizwan, Masood. Riley Rousseau, Miller, David, Kushtil Sharp, who was all turned into a terrific all-rounder, was fantastic with the ball. Adil Rashid, Anwar Ali, Abbas, Dahani and Ishanullah. Uh, Churn, lots of it. South Africa players in this uh, team may well be uh, going off halfway through. Um, they've signed Kieran Pollard as a potential replacement, and he's not quite what he was. Adil Rashid also going off for England, Parnell. Completely revamped bowling group. Two of the last year's six wicket takers remain. So why would you change your bowling group when they were top on economy? Okay, why change the bowling group indeed, Paul Krishnamurti? Well, I don't know what you guys think, but do you think Imran Tahir is the force he was or is he declining? I could see some logic in get rid of him. Um, I think they're probably slightly weaker field. They've still got Dahani and Kushtil, who were both outstanding last year. And they've got Akil Hussain in this squad. So if they brought him in, instead of Tahir, not sure there's much difference in the spin department and you get an extra batsman. So I'm not that negative on that. I love that batting lineup. That This is the team that you really went, I was talking about, uh, going 190, 200 plus or at Karachi, this side's perfect for it with um, Kush still, Tim David, David Miller, if you finishes. Um, no reason at all why they weren't content. Got to be strong contenders. Okay. Um, squad churn, is that an issue, Richard, man? Well, we've, we've, the recent example is the big bash, isn't it? And, and decides it did well, the Perth Scorchers, the Sydney Sixers, they had none of that, did they? They just had a solid squad that, that played pretty much the whole way through. So it does put me off a little bit, but I take everything Paul said. I mean, this is just a super squad and a super first 11. And someone like Akil coming in when, when people are unavailable, it's a great pickup. Actually, just match by match, when he does play Akil, I think we've seen enough of him with the bat to suggest if he ever gets a promotion, he could make big odds on a match by match basis. Look very big. He's, he's a really good batsman as well as what he offers with the ball. So I'll be keeping an eye on him and taking some tasty prices. Seen hundred okay. to one, hundred to Oops. one, uh, Rich in uh, ILT twenty about Akil. He hasn't won, of course, but he's been going off absolutely whopping prices, and he's been he has been batting five and six on occasion. So yeah, it's a great great one for the notebook. Okay, thanks very much, gents. Uh, finally, the Hawkwellanders, who are eleven to four jollies with Betfair Sportsbook, the holders, the final, and the playoffs on their home ground. Edward Hawkins, what do they look like? Possible 11, Fakar, Shafiq, Brooke should be available for the whole shebang. Uh, they've got Gulam or Talat in uh, in there in the middle order. I don't think both will get into the team. Uh, Talat's a new signing. Billings with the wicketkeeper gloves. Vitsa, Rashid, Ralph, Dilbar, Zaman, Afridi. Uh, 
uh, Rashid Khan, that is, of course, could pop off for Afghanistan for a spell. Okay, thank you very much. Richard Mann, does it bother you at all when trying to find a winner when you hear a stat like um, the fact that no title has ever been defended? Or do you think it has to happen sometime? It has to happen sometime. I'm all for stats, ground stats, spin over, pace, pace over, spin, trends for underlines and stuff. But look, this is a new year, new teams. Um, this will happen sooner rather than later. And this is a very strong squad. They're very, they, they're, they're definitely capable of winning it again. Well, Krishnamurti, do Afridi and Ralph swing it for you and for the Quilanders, perhaps? Well, you can't really argue with their chance at all. I think they're very much the team to beat. The thing actually that strikes me really this year is that the betting's very close amongst six teams, but I feel that this lot, Moulton and Islamabad, look really quite superior to the other three. I mean, where there's a weakness in this side, I don't see. Rashid Afridi and Harris Ralph in the same team. Harry Brook, Frack as a man. Brilliant all-rounders. There's also a couple uh, not in that lineup: Sikandar Raza and Mohamed Hafiz. Top all-rounders. I don't really see a weakness. The, the only negative, I suppose, is they're the shortest price. So why would, maybe they're not. This isn't the right time to back them. Okay, lovely stuff. Um, thank you very much. The guys pick the title winner coming next, and we'll squeeze out one more nugget from each of them. Best bets this week take the form of an answer to this simple question. Who wins the PSL? Um, guys, coming up, I also want one other betting nugget, please. And Richard Mann, you are first under the spotlight. Well, Paul's done the excellent groundwork with the runs, but I am particularly keen on, on chasers, but more so improbable chasers. So when you're looking at like 14, 15 and over with five overs to go, and the betting's giving them next to no chance. Don't be afraid because I think the quality of batting on show here and the advantage that it can be batting second in this part of the world, it makes it possible. Don't think about the big bash recently where in the group stages teams weren't capable of scoring at much more than a runner ball. How you made your money in that tournament was back in the defending side because we had some real collapses chasing. That's where you, I mean, the Renegades, the Melbourne Derby, they were they won at like 20 to 1. Stars weren't even halfway there, but it'll be the other way around here. You'll get some mad, mad finishes where where huge totals are pulled off 14, 15 and over. And I think if you if you play that way and prepare to take a chance, I think over the course of the season, it will pay off. Okay. And over to Paul Krishnamurti. Yeah, I'd completely endorse what Rich is saying. And yeah, I mean, my main angle is, as I mentioned earlier in the thing, that uh, to back to any chasing teams chasing 180 or more at Karachi but more generally I think that one of the reasons I really love the PSL and have had success in the past is it is a tournament full of crazy ups and downs particularly on the runs markets This is these aren't grounds where you know nearly all the scores are between 160 and 180 right you can get big runs and big wickets and we've seen a lot of very big scores in recent weeks in various um, leagues 220 plus runs that is always a huge price i think if you bet that for a tournament you'll get paid out at least once or twice and guys the main event title winners please richard mann islamabad united paul krishnamurti islamabad united thanks very much hawkins do you want your say united islamabad the treble perfect thanks very much every psl game will be previewed on betting.betfair don't forget so Check out the analysis there. 
We'll see you next time.